behind the Herald headlines with Darren Mann. Looking at the headlines in today's Herald, Wednesday the 15th of December, Bay World Dolphin Pool to become a park. The surface of the bowling green will be prepared and fenced and porter pools with temporary decking around them will be set up. Big changes planned for Oceanarium revealed in document prepared by consultants. Also off the front page of today's Herald, Metro aims to throw Bay's indigents a lifeline. The Nelson Mandela Bay municipality wants to widen the net to allow for more households in the city to qualify for its indigent subsidy. For more on these and other stories, go to heraldlive.co.za. Each one of us has a story to tell and a story to share. A story that deserves to be heard. A story that inspires, motivates, and gives people a reason to keep going. A story about our triumphs as individuals and as a team. A story about our humble beginnings and what the future holds for us. A story about our heritage and that which brings us together. It is these stories that connect us. The Herald. Whatever you live for, we live to tell that story for you. A hard-hitting statement from the DA yesterday, following a hard-hitting reply to an official question posed in the Eastern Cape Provincial Legislature. According to Community Safety MEC Waziwa Takana, bad behaviour by South African police service members cost the department more than 48 million rand last year, the last financial year. And by all accounts, this figure is about to get even bigger. Bobby Stevenson joins us now. He's the Provincial DA Safety and Security Spokesman. Bobby, it was you who posed the question in the Provincial Legislature, wasn't it? Yes, that's right. uh, Part of your job as the the opposition is to engage in what I call vigorous oversight over government uh, departments in order to see uh, where there are problems and then to highlight the issues so one can, you know, take uh, these various departments uh, forward. So it's a question I regularly ask about the amount of claims against staffs. One must note that these are civil claims, and it doesn't mean to say that if a person puts in a claim, SAPS is automatically at fault. These have to go through the courts. But uh, according to the answer to the question I asked, there are uh, 6,500 claims outstanding against SAPS, totaling 7.9 billion rand. Say that number again. Was it 7.9 billion? 7.9 billion, yes. Bobby, what is at the heart of the problem? We're not talking about one, two, three, four cops going rogue. There's something endemic that lies at the heart of this. Is it a lack of training, for example? Well, I mean, the various claims are for, uh, you know, wrongful arrests, uh, where they have collision with other vehicles, assault shootings, damage to private property, negligence, uh, etc., so I think what lies at the heart of it is the uh, need for greater accountability and discipline in SAPS. So where these allegations 
are, are made where there are complaints of wrongful behavior, then uh, they need to be investigated. But the independent police investigative directorate that's charged with investigating these kind of complaints is simply not capacitated in the Eastern Cape. They only have one out of five officers operational and they should have 54 investigators. And I think they've only got about 13. So there is a whole problem around uh, accountability and uh, in the ability to investigate these complaints. Now, finance is one thing. The will to want to make a change is another. Can we improve the situation in general? And if so, what would be the best measures to be put in place? Well, I, I think the situation can be improved. Uh, what, what is required is leadership at all levels um, of the uh, police service, from the provincial commissioner down to uh, station uh, commissioners. And as we all know, everything rises and falls on leadership. So there needs to be strong leadership in this area. Uh, they need to enforce uh, disciplinary measures. And, and I note that not, no single person has been uh, suspended uh, in the last year as a result of these claims against that. Now, that is uh, mind-boggling that you can lose uh, 48 million rand in the courts and have to pay out the civil claims and nobody gets suspended as a result um, of that. One would at least expect expect suspensions and investigations uh, and disciplinary inquiries to take place because one needs to make an example of the rotten apples. And I, I would like to stress here that what we are dealing with is a minority of members of SNAP. There are a number of very dedicated members of the police service who are highly committed to uh, protecting us and, and keeping communities safe uh, over the season. So I do want to recognize that, those members and thank them for what they're doing. We'll leave it on a positive note. The words of Bobby Stevenson. He is the Provincial DA Safety and Security Spokesman. Thank you very much for joining us on Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann this morning. Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann. Earlier on, we heard allegations that cops behaving badly had cost the department in the Eastern Cape more than 48 million rand in the last financial year. And this allegedly just the tip of the iceberg, a staggering amount of 7.9 million rands worth of cases still outstanding. To get the South African police perspective, we've got the spokesperson for the Minister of Safety, and Unati Bukose, we really appreciate you joining us on the show at short notice today. How are you, sir? I'm very well, sir. Thank you very much. And yourself? Not doing too badly, but we've got a few tough questions to, to ask. Not just you and I, but I think as South Africans in general. Your general reaction, if you hear that a figure of more than 48 million rand was paid out in the past year to victims of police misconduct or brutality, and that was the reply the MEC gave to an official question posed by a member of the Eastern Cape Provincial Parliament. What is your general reaction when you hear a number like that? It is quite disturbing. We've got to be honest about that. It's certainly not ideal. It's something that uh, we wish it will never happen again. And uh, we are hoping that uh, um, this figure is something that we are not going to see again in future. 
However, speaking to the South African Police Service, uh, they, they said that that amount is nearly uh, money that have been cleaned against Serbs in the province. It's not necessarily money that have been paid out. Uh, those are still subject to judicial reviews uh, and some scrutiny. And in the end, it may end up being far less than what um, is being claimed that will eventually be paid out. That is the information we are getting from them. Uh, but nonetheless, the fact that um, an amount of this um, nature has been claimed against the police is something that is really disturbing. And we are calling upon them um, you know, to be extra cautious in executing their duties and avoid any unnecessary um, conduct that may lead to litigation uh, that is set to cost the department, rather the, the police service. A police service that in the province is struggling as things are. I mean, there are complaints about quite a number of things uh, that we've had. Um, and of course, the portfolio committee within the legislature has uh, raised some of those issues. And those range from, um, you know, the issues of um, scarcity of vehicles here and there. And of course, there are issues of security that have been raised by the police themselves, especially given what happened uh, in Engobo a couple of years back. Uh, so the issue of security for police officers has been something of concern. And we believe that these monies that are being claimed against the police services are monies that um, can assist um, in uh, improving the services of our police services within the province. If I could ask for your opinion, what would lie at the heart of incidents of police misconduct and brutality? From the sounds of things, we're not talking about one or two or three rogue policemen behaving in a particular fashion. It seems more uh, endemic than that. Is it lack of training, for example? Can we improve the situation? How should we go about making things better? From our side, as the Department of Safety, we wish not to discard anything. We are taking a thorough look at what may have led um, to these litigations against the police service. And of course, the issue of training is something that we've highlighted uh, as a possible cause for this. Uh, but we are confident that uh, the South African Police Service, the quality uh, of the training that they are giving to their officers is of high standard. It is of international standard. Um, and the majority of the police officers within the province um, are doing a very good job. They are executing what they have, they have, they have been taught um, in their training colleges. However, we do have um, a few that are completely disregarding what they were taught, or maybe they didn't quite grasp it. And those may be, there may be a need for them to be subjected uh, to further training. So the issue of training is certainly something we cannot discard. It is something of concern. Uh, but we are not questioning uh, the quality of training that they are getting, uh, but maybe it's because of um, a complete disregard for that training, or maybe they didn't quite grasp. And of course, in such cases, uh, further training will be required to happen. But of course, we'd like to call on communities as well uh, to work with the police to, to try and be um, a bit more understanding, because we are seeing uh, incidents where the police um, are provocated at times. I mean, uh, some of those things have been doing the rounds on social media. So we are putting on, on the people to um, respect the police. And of course, the police have got to work um, even harder to try and uh, end that respect. It won't just be given to them, uh, but we are putting on, on, on communities um, to work with, with the police, particularly community leaders, uh, to ensure that um, they sensitize uh, the communities about the role that is being played by the police. And that is where, as the Department of 
to safety, particularly in the province, come in. We are that link between communities and the police. We are doing everything in our power to educate them, uh, to try and sensitize them, uh, not to do things uh, that may be overboard and things that uh, may lead uh, to a conduct that is unbecoming from both sides. And unfortunately, it's often the police that are held uh, accountable uh, for their actions. So we are working in ensuring that going forward, we are not subjected to things like the, the one that we are seeing, things right. that have been raised in the legislature. So what you're saying is uh, it's a, a two-way street. The community needs to play its part as well if we're going to have a situation where people have renewed confidence in the police to protect them and their property. It certainly is. And uh, it ought to be said that in some instances, uh, even our police service has not covered itself in glory. Uh, we are looking at those things. But like I said, the majority of the police officers are very diligent in doing their job and they are doing it very well. And we wish to salute them for that. However, we are dealing with those uh, that are still falling short, falling short of what is expected of them. But of course, like you said, it is a two-way and the communities also have a responsibility um, to show a bit more respect, respect to the police, to show a bit more respect to the law, because the police are just uh, law enforcement officers. And uh, as the people who ought to respect um, the laws of the country uh, and not get to a point where uh, the police may feel they, they need to use excessive force uh, to deal uh, with certain cases. And certainly we've seen similar cases like those happening, particularly in, um, in protest situations. Uh, um, We're going to leave it there. Thank you very much for joining us and shedding a new perspective on this story. The spokesperson for the Community Safety MEC for the Eastern Cape with Ziwe Tekana. That was the voice of Unati Bengosi. Thanks for joining us, Unati. Have a great day. Thank you very much. That was today's edition of Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann.